studios in New York City. This is Charlie Rose. We began talking about Egypt. January marked three years since the Egyptian revolution and interim government has ruled the country since the military deposed President Mohamed Morsi. Yesterday, Prime Minister Beblawi and his entire cabinet resigned. Former housing minister Ibrahim Malab was appointed new prime minister on Tuesday. It is widely believed that current defense minister Abdel Fattah al-Sisi will run in the upcoming presidential elections. Joining me now is David Kirkpatrick. He is the Cairo bureau chief of The New York Times. He also wrote an in-depth investigative report on the Benghazi attacks for Americans, including U.S. Ambassador Christopher Stevens, were killed in September 2012. I am pleased to have David Kirkpatrick back at this table. Welcome. It's good to be here. You have been there and watched the Arab Spring and wherever it is now unfold, changing a region. Yeah, I'm probably the, the luckiest journalist in America. I, yeah. I landed really at the right place at the right time. I was in Tunisia on the eve of the revolution there. I was in, in Egypt for, in time for the revolution there. And then I was in, in Libya for months and months. And I was there when Gaddafi fell. It's, it's, it's really been breathtaking. Yeah. Um, where is Egypt today? It's very hard to know. Uh, it's, as you mentioned, uh, Field Marshal Abdel Fattah Sisi is likely to become the next president. He's the general who ousted uh, Egypt's first democratically elected president, Mohamed Morsi of the Muslim Brotherhood. He was uh, embraced as a hero by a lot of the public who had grown impatient uh, with the Morsi government. Uh, and he was promising stability uh, when he ousted President Morsi. Right now, I think that promise looks very remote. Uh, Most of the factors that contributed to the original uprising, a kind of economic stagnation, a lack of opportunity, uh, an overwhelmingly youthful population, you know, uh, something like three quarters, uh, 70% anyway, of the public is under 40, two-thirds is under 35. They feel very much excluded from power, excluded from opportunity. And on top of that, the new generation has shown uh, a, a, an intolerance for the kind of police abuse that their, their parents were accustomed to and a, and a demand, uh, at least among a certain segment of the population, for a greater degree of accountability. All of that was there in 2011. All of that fueled the original uprising. None of it's changed. Um, so now we have a new military government, and, and on top of those factors, there's a couple other reasons uh, why stability looks like.